As much as we all know, the Lakers need to prioritize getting a point guard this offseason and, of course, improving their shooting. At the end of the day, they're going to have a whole roster to assemble. And one of the other positions they really struggled with this past season was the center position. So tonight, I thought we could focus on some potential centers that Lakers may be looking to add to their roster this upcoming season. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I, of course, am Laker Hand. I am joined by an elated co-host, the one, the only Laker dad. Dad, thank you for being here today. You know, this is actually a topic that you're very passionate about. You got some some names on the list here. You're ready to go tonight. Yeah, Hannah, um, the center position has been a controversial one for the last couple of years. We all know that JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard were a very, very strong duo two years ago when the Lakers won the title. They didn't play too much of a role in the playoffs and in the championships, although Dwight Howard did have a few moments against Nikola Jokic. But they were great. And then this last year, you know, when Rob Polinka assembled the team, there was concern about the center position. What do you think about the center position this last year, Hannah? Um, I think that me, you, and Grandma Birdie could have dunked on this Lakers team. We we have to get better. I know technically we were the number one defensive team, which I don't really understand how that's possible because I didn't think our defense was all that great this season at all. But I think we can all agree that our internal defense, our, our interior defense, was a complete disaster. And I mean, we've got to be able to to you know block the lane and not allow these easy dunks and layups like we did. So going into this off season, I actually think the Lakers really all. Also need to prioritize getting a big man, someone who can really protect the lane. Hannah, I think we have to remember, I believe that Marcus Gasol has the option to come back for another year. You know, whether he's going to do so or not, I'm not sure, but we have to factor that in. But my first question to you is, Hannah, you know, should we look at JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard again? Both are unrestricted free agents. I actually say yes. Now, the reason that I'm saying this is because, you know, yeah, maybe, especially come playoffs, they didn't play too many minutes. They maybe didn't have that much of an impact, but especially Dwight Howard. I think he had more of an impact come playoffs than JaVale did, but I think we should really give Dwight more of like a second chance because he's one of those guys who, when he's fired up, he can really be dominant on the defensive end. And he, I mean, when he's ready to go, there's no way anyone's ever going to dunk on Dwight Howard. And JaVale, you know, the same thing. JaVale, when he played for us, for most of the season, you know, was was playing very well for us defensively, really was able to, you know, help clog the clog the lane and, of course, protect the rim. So those two players obviously were on our championship winning team. They had really good chemistry with that team, which is, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times we look at the Lakers roster this past season and we saw that on paper it looked like it was destined to win the championship. Now, obviously, we had a lot of health problems that kind of got in the way of that. But also another thing was our chemistry was never there. Like, it wasn't that the season prior when we had JaVale and Dwight. And, you know, I actually think, it's pretty crazy to me to say this, but I actually think Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee were a big part of that whole team camaraderie. Yeah, you know, Hannah, from what I can tell, Um, Dwight Howard had a pretty typical Dwight Howard season for Philadelphia. A lot of dunks, a lot of blocks, a lot of energy. Now, the negative with Dwight Howard is there's a lot of fouls, the occasional stupid play and the technical fouls. But Dwight Howard is Dwight Howard. I thought he brought a toughness and a kind of craziness to the Lakers, an edge to the Lakers that I thought was valuable. As for JaVale, I don't think he played too much this past year. I think he played on a couple of teams. I think he was at Cleveland, then I think he went to Denver. So I, I'm not sure what kind of condition he's in at this point. But I don't know. I think the Lakers, you know, both will, will sign for veteran minimums. 
I think the Lakers have to at least think about it. That's what I was going to mention, too, is the fact that they're probably not going to be offering or not going to be demanding, you know, a heavy payday, which, of course, if you're the Lakers, that's great because, as we all know, I'm sure they're going to be trying to put most of their money into landing another star and or trying to prioritize getting some some really big, you know, shooters that are probably going to demand more money. So when you're looking at those two guys, obviously they have a lot going for them in the fact that, you know, they have experience playing with AD and LeBron. They both won a championship with him. You know, they're exactly the kind of players that we need in terms of guys who are going to defend really well, especially Dwight Howard, you know, really provide a lot of energy and hustle and kind of that toughness that I think the Lakers were lacking a lot this season. And of course, they're not going to cost too much. But, you know, Dad, there are also some other unrestricted free agent centers that I think we should, you know, talk a little bit about. One is DeMarcus Cousins. Now, this is interesting to me because obviously the Lakers had signed DeMarcus Cousins, then he got injured and was never able to play for us. But... You know, he's a guy, Dad, who not only is extremely tough, provides that, you know, that toughness the Lakers need is a little crazy, but I kind of like that about him, is a really good defender, but he can also knock down some three-point shots. You know, Hannah, I, on the surface of it, you know, there's something I would love to to grab DeMarcus Cousins, but I don't know. The last year or two, I mean, he, he played, but he bounced around. He obviously didn't play very much. The Clippers, you know, he had a, an opportunity with the Clippers uh, because Serge Ibaka was hurt throughout the playoffs. That only left Zubats. Now, Zubats was playing at a very high level, so he got all the minutes. But I don't know. DeMarcus Cousins just didn't really get off the bench much with the Clippers. you got to wonder why. Does he really have anything left? You know, that's always going to be the question mark with DeMarcus Cousins. And then, of course, the health. Because, you know, the last few years, he has been, you know, not had good luck in that. And he's been unhealthy as injury after injury. So DeMarcus Cousins maybe isn't my first choice. But again, uh, he may be a guy that the Lakers may be willing to kind of give a second look to. Um, You just never know. But another guy, Dad, that you want to talk about a little bit here is someone that you're very passionate about. He was you know, really dominant when he played for the Miami Heat a couple years ago, but that's Hassan Whiteside. So what do you think about potentially bringing Hassan Whiteside, obviously an unbelievable rebounder and shot blocker to this Lakers team? You know, Hannah, again, on on paper, on the surface of it, it sounds like an exciting possibility, but you know what? He's had a very checkered past. You know, he didn't play that much in Portland. They let him go. I mean, he he was pretty good in Portland when he played, but they just let him go. They didn't want to keep him. He played for Sacramento last year. Now, I think he had some injuries, but, you know, he didn't really get off the bench very much. It's Again, the same with DeMarcus Cousins. You have to wonder with Whiteside is, you know, is there something going on that doesn't meet the eye? You know, is there something that that makes him an unappealing teammate or whatever it may be? So I'm I'm a little reluctant about Hassan Whiteside because you, you have to question on the surface of it. Why wouldn't somebody want him? No, I agree with you, especially because, I mean, like we've said, he's an unbelievable rebounder, an unbelievable shot blocker. So it does kind of lead me to question, you know, maybe there are some behind-the-scenes problems that he has because he's a very talented player. So there there really isn't a reason why teams wouldn't want him. So maybe that is kind of a red flag there looking back. But, Dad, you know, another interesting guy that I kind of want to bring up is Uh, Andre Drummond because you know the Lakers obviously signed him kind of midway through right at the trade deadline in the buyout market and everyone was so excited that we got him you know we thought that front court of LeBron AD Drummond completely dominant who was gonna stop that it didn't really work out 
that well for us. But again, they never really got that consistent time together to really play and get that chemistry going. You know, we still struggled with the injuries with AD and LeBron and even uh, Drummond came in and hurt his foot kind of right away. So they never really got that chance to see what that dominant front court could do. So, Dad, as you're looking for towards this next season, do you think that the Lakers should bring Andre Drummond back? You know, Hannah, I think that's the the million-dollar question, and I'm conflicted about it myself. You know, he's a great rebounder. You know, just looking at him play, he looks like he's really good, you know, and you think he's really good. But I, I just I just don't know, you know. I, I He didn't do a great job for the Lakers. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great. He seemed very unhappy, you know, at the end of the season. I mean, he even got a, a did not play in one of the playoff games. I, again, something was going on there, and he seems unhappy on the during the offseason with the Lakers. He's going to want a lot of money because, you know, whether it's right or wrong, he's got a pretty inflated view of what he's worth. I don't know, Hannah. I, I wouldn't be unhappy if he came back not at all because I, I'm kind of intrigued but I just am not sure I'm not sure you know when the season first ended I was leaning more towards bring him back I thought you know we never really got the chance to see what that dominant front court can do but as the offseason has progressed like you mentioned he's had some kind of drama turmoil with the uh the team He's been really going off on Twitter, you know, lately saying some really absurd things, you know, obviously frustrated that he didn't play a lot in the playoffs and kind of calling out Frank Vogel. He's also comparing himself to, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's kind of going off on Twitter, sounding a little crazy lately. So as time passes this offseason, I'm actually starting to lean more towards no. And also another reason that I'm leaning more towards no is, you know, I'm kind of looking for us to get a center maybe who can potentially, now it doesn't have to be, but potentially stretch the floor a little bit more. I'd like to get a guy who can maybe knock down the occasional three. But again, another reason why I'm kind of leaning more towards no again is because of that that salary and that contract. I think he's going to ask for way more money than he's worth, and I don't think the Lakers are going to want to give it to him, especially with how things have been have been going um, down during this offseason. I don't think the Lakers are going to be uh, inclined. He's definitely not doing himself any favors with the front office there at all. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see because at the end of the day, the Lakers are probably going to have to assemble together an entirely new roster. So, Dad, I'm curious, out of all of these guys that we kind of mentioned – Who's your top pick? I mean, if you just kind of had to pick someone uh, or maybe give me a couple of tops, who are you kind of leaning towards right now? Crazy as it sounds, Hannah, I'm kind of leaning towards Dwight Howard. I still think he's got something left in the tank. I know, again, I, I don't expect Dwight Howard to play big minutes, and I don't know that he expects to play big minutes. I mean, this past season he was playing behind Joel Embiid, so, you know, he couldn't play that many minutes, but... That said, I just like the kind of crazy, reckless, out-of-control, tough mentality that he brought to the Lakers. Now, you're going to have to pair him with another center. Uh, and, it, yeah, it would be great. I mean, maybe Gasol's going to be that guy if he wants to opt back in. I mean, Gasol did shoot fairly well this last year for the Lakers. So, I don't know. Would Dwight Howard and Mark Gasol be a good combination? Maybe. Uh, you know, there's really no free agent center on the market right now who's going to stretch the floor that I can see. So, you know, again, I think the Lakers are going to have to spend their money elsewhere and, and try to 
try to pick up some veteran uh, uh, centers that play at the minimum salary. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, actually. I was leaning towards Dwight Howard, too, just because, again, I think he's, if you're looking at kind of this whole list of players, what the Lakers need, you know, they need someone who's going to provide a lot of energy, a lot of hustle, especially if we know we lose Montrezl Harrell. He was kind of one of those guys who provided us with some some energy and some hustle. Dwight's also a guy who, of course, can defend the paint, defend the basket, great rebounder, you know, great shot blocker. So, again, he was pretty fired up when he played for the Lakers organization. I know he was really grateful that they gave him a chance. So I think he would actually be my favorite among this list as well. But I am curious. I want to hear from you guys. Out of all the players that we mentioned here today, who would you like the Lakers to bring on as their center for this next upcoming season? You can tweet me at Hannah underscore Kulik or, of course, message me on my Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. I think that's going to be it for tonight. But, you know, Laker Dad and I will be back in action shortly. Um, If not tomorrow, then definitely the next night. So until then, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.